Welcome to the Between the Tines Outdoor Podcast, where it's all about gaining more knowledge, strategies, management, and telling great hunting camp stories. So set back and enjoy today's guest. Welcome to Between the Tines Outdoor Podcast. Again. What's up, Spark Plug? <laughs> What's happening? Back again, huh? Yeah, we back. Ricky Bayham. What's up? Graham Newton. What's up, Graham? Sure. Graham, how old are you? I'm 13. So so where are you from, Graham? I'm from Bunky, Louisiana. It's located in a Vols Parish. And there's been some big deer killed in the Vols Parish this year. I think there were like three 180s and maybe a 190 out of there. Wow. All in the same wow. area. Hey, we're yeah. talking about you. We're hold, worried about you. Hold on. Time out a little bit. <laughs> Pull it. So a deer of this caliber, you think you're going to kill another one like this? I hope. I hope I, you do too. I, I don't think, but I hope. Is this your first deer you ever killed? No, it's not. Uh, I think I've killed like six others, but nothing, nothing like that. So give me a rundown of uh, does, bucks. What? I, I think I've killed two does and like four bucks, but nothing. I mean, nothing past a little basket rack eight. So if you had to guess the biggest deer you've killed prior to that, what would it score? Maybe a hundred, maybe. Wow. But maybe. that's a stud around here, huh? Kind of, I guess. Probably yeah. not up there where y'all from because that's some big deer up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a nice deer. I mean, you take it every time, but. Did this deer come out of a pen? No. It <laughs> <laughs> I just I mean, got to mess with think, you a little bit. I don't think. Wow. Hell of a deer for a kid your Thank age. You. Thank you. Congratulations. Do you, you know where you place in the big buck contest today? No clue. No Does it matter? Not at all. As long as this goes on <laughs> yeah, the wall, it really doesn't matter. It, huh? As long as it doesn't break between now and the time we get him mounted, I'm fine. Dustin, I, I met him last weekend up at Simmons, and I tell you, that's an extraordinary kid. You know, Thank him you. and his grandpa, and, and I, I said, you know, y'all coming? You know, Southern boys. Hmm. Next Saturday, oh yeah, we'll see you. I said, yeah, right, well, come on, we you know we got something for you. Oh yeah, come on, and. Uh, Glad y'all made the ride. Yes, sir. Hey, look, yeah, man. thank y'all for coming all the way down here. It's oh, probably a little fun. bit of travel, huh? Yeah, couple I think hours. It was like two and a half, maybe. Yeah, but it wasn't nothing. He told me friends. about you before you got here, so we've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did, it didn't feel that long because I was with my friends. I had like four of my friends with me. Oh yeah, so you'll get to shoot yeah. the bull mm-hmm. on the way down, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Did you get some crawfish? I got some crawfish. Jambalaya? I didn't get any jambalaya. I just got here like an hour ago and they were out. Oh, man. So, But I got some crawfish. It was really good. Yeah. First of the year. So. Well, man, tell us tell us how, to, how, yeah. how it went tell- with, the, with the deer, you know? So it starts on December 31st. I'm with my friend, and I'm at his house duck hunting. I don't really get to duck hunt much. So I go. We don't kill nothing. Nine o'clock, we get out. And the the parents they 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 just visit it and stuff, and I get back to the house at like twelve, and my dad shows me a picture of this, at I think it was six forty five, right when it gets daylight where you could have shot him. Mm. I thought I missed my chance. <laughs> whack, 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 whack. Yeah, I was mad. It's like your son, huh? I am so sick of hearing duck calls and you know I mean. What y'all think y'all duck dynasty up there or what? I don't know. They got some ducks know. up there? No. You like ducks or you like deer? I like deer. Way I, more. Apparently. Way more. How many of them hooded morgans did you shoot? A lot. <laughs> there you go. I like some hooded morgans. You don't kill no poodoo up here, huh? Not really. They, they really got no poodoo up there. <laughs> Not yes, really. Indeed. What about some dogree? Y'all got some dogree up there? No. You got no dogree up there? Mm-mm. 
Nope. So, so after you get the picture, what'd you say, early in the morning? Early in the morning, yeah, it was pretty early. And after I got that picture, we were supposed to go to a little New Year's party, like in Jonesville. And my sister got sick, so I went that afternoon hunting with my dad. Well, he went in the bow stand, I went in the rifle stand. I went that afternoon, I went the, and like the next three days, I hunted morning and afternoon and took like a two hour break between the day and I just hunted, hunted, hunted. And Is that something you wanted to do or something your dad wanted to do? Oh, that's something I wanted to do. I wanted to kill this deer. It was like serious. I mean, and then it's the day before we get back into school. It's the day before we get off of Christmas break. And I decided to take off the morning and just kind of rest because I've been hunting nonstop. And then the afternoon, I go to the other stand on the other side of the property. We have two stands. I go to that stand. I get back. I'm watching the LSU basketball game, LSU versus Kentucky. No, Auburn. We were losing. I was mad. And then my Uncle Donnie, he drew back on a buck that, that night, and he was anxious to get the picture from Spy Point, and he, he got the picture from there, and then he looked like they have a stand 80 yards from where I killed this one, and he was on the camera nine at nine and four nine in the morning and four in the afternoon wow. and he was coming from the stand that i shot him at so i'm like i missed my chance again and i gotta go back to school i ain't gonna get him i'm, I'm beside myself limited time limited time and then i get to school that's all i'm thinking about i, I don't have a good day because i know that he's out there i know he's out there and then at like 1 my grandpa comes and checks him out checks me out of school and i Son, knew you, you played hooky from school to go <laughs> you know i'm the truance officer for tangsville parish sheriff's Tell office him, you, know, that, you, know, what he did. you know i mean come on now nah, man look you know, yeah you can't you yeah, can't pass that let up. me tell you if i had that on camera son yeah. i wouldn't have went that yeah. morning my mom didn't want me to check out but and then he checks me out it's like two o'clock i get back home it's 80 degrees i'm like well let me just throw on some black shorts and a long sleeve tur- shirt. This shirt right here. And get in the truck, hurry up. We're in the stand at 2.30. Wait, I wait, I wait, I wait. Usually I have my phone in the stand past the time, but I didn't bring it that time. And I'm sitting in the stand, sitting in the stand, sitting in the stand, 3.30, nothing. And I, I scheduled myself. I got me a grunt call, and I scheduled myself every hour, every top of the hour, I'm going to blow my grunt call. I'm like, Naka, tell me when it's 4 o'clock. What you and call him? Naka. Naka? Mm-hmm. That's Papa, huh? Papa. Yeah, he's well. standing behind you. <laughs> yeah, I see him back here. So it gets four. I give him a good loud grunt, like real, real loud. And 20 minutes pass, nothing. And all of a sudden, I hear something like walking through the wood. I think it's a little bird, raccoon, something. I don't really know what it is. And I look, and I see a brown body. And he's like, 30 yards away from me at this point. I don't even know if it's him. And I look, and I see this side of his right, this side of his right. And he's left walking. side, right side? Not the right side, huh? Left side. Oh, left side. And I saw him. He's walking through the trees, tangling his horns up in the air. And, the, and there was, it was thick, thick in there. I said, knock it. Knock it, Tim. Knock it, Tim. <laughs> I grabbed my gun. I put it up, and I put it on fire immediately. And he turns a little corner. We have a corner coming right here. And he turns a corner, and I see his right, and then he gets into where I can shoot him. I mean, he's walking. It's probably 35 yards. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. He's, like, so close. I had to angle my gun down because he was so close. And 
he's walking. I'm like, when, when, when? Like, when do I shoot him? And I have it on him, I have it on him. He goes, now. Right after. And he jumps, he kicks, and he runs with his head down. I knew I hit him. Right. I didn't know where, though. That was the thing. And I'm sitting in the stand. I wasn't real nervous before because it was a matter. I saw him, and 10 seconds later, I shot. Right. So I didn't have really any time. You didn't time. really get to take it in. Yeah, I didn't really get to take it in. You seen him? That's the deer you was after? Mm-hmm. What, what, deer, what deer was it? Right here. Let me see. Amazing, ain't it? It's a shame they can't see that rat through this podcast. No, what's yeah. ashamed is they can't see all these the thousand rats. inches of bone sitting mm-hmm. on this table. It's, Man, that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck it. I love the story. Great. You're a great storyteller. He sure is. You're, you're only a young guy right now, but when you get a little bit older, you got a little coon ass in you too, huh? Yeah, I was fixing to say something about that. Yeah. He kinda, they, they say I'm the coon ass of the podcast. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminded now. me of me when he was telling that story. <laughs> Animated. Mm-hmm. Good, great story. Good. So, so after you shot the buck, his head was down. You knew you hit him. I knew I hit him, but I didn't know I killed him at all. Was you nervous before or after? After. Because my uncle was going set up another camera at another stand. And it was like two minutes before we shot, he pulled up. And we knew he was there. And my grandpa called him, look, we shot. And he knew about the deer and everything. So we have a little crossing through a big field. And he crossed, he dropped the camera before he even got to the place, and he crossed immediately. And where it comes out is where the deer was laying, but like in the woods. And he was with his friend from work, and they saw the rat. But they didn't think it was the rat because there was a whole bunch of trees in it. And he saw it, but he didn't want to say anything just in case. And at that point, we were we had been looking for 10 minutes, and I was looking right where the initial impact was, right in, like, five yards into the woods, and Knocker was deep in the woods, like 20 yards. And I hadn't found any blood right. at all, and I was like... What type of gun you shoot? A two seventy, And I I didn't think I hit him, actually. I was, I was starting to doubt myself, bad, like, bad. I was, like, mad. And I get there. And they're looking around the initial impact so I could go farther in the woods. All of a sudden, Knocker says, come here, come here, come here, load your gun. Because I didn't load my gun, I didn't want to go in the woods. And I walk up, he said, look, he's right there. I thought he was like standing up or something, or like going down. Right. And he was laying right there on the ground. Wow. Great story. Awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome deer. Thank you. Oh. I hope to kill one that big one day. Well, when I grow up, I want to be. I'll say to tell Waskin when he grows up so one day, Sh- maybe. Sharky was telling me a lot of stories about mm-hmm. you before. I mean, the other day, you know, me and him are good friends. Mm-hmm. So when he killed that deer, I thought it was like it was yeah. unbelievable. I ain't never seen so, a deer like that. Double main beam, right? That's crazy. In Louisiana. In Louisiana, it does not happen. Yeah. If it does, it's rare. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. For that's these, all these, but uh, most of all these, all Every, but all, all everyone, of them but one. But, but one, one is from Kansas. You got one, two, three, four. Just these four bucks. What you think they score, Ricky? Oh my God! If you had to add them up together, so we you got, got a, a one forty-four, a one sixty-eight, a one ninety-three, and no one ninety-eight, one ninety-eight and eight. Yeah, and what is this one? One eighty-two and a half. You do the math. I ain't good at it. Come on, Han. A a whole lot. That don't got way over my head. We'll take a picture of this buck for everybody to see. I I appreciate you coming on the podcast, Graham. Congratulations on killing one hell of a deer. Thank you.
Ricky Bayham, what you got, baby? I'm good, man. It's just awesome. See Daniel Sharkey, thank you for getting him over here to get him oh, on here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, mine speaks for itself. I ain't got to say nothing about that. You know, yeah. Look, we didn't have a four-hour episode with him, so he's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. The only bro. thing we call him instead of spark plug is head knocker now. So <laughs> <laughs> we good to go. Well, uh, what you call your papa? Uh, Naka. Naka. How you get How you get the name Naka? No, we were... Uh, we live in the country. We were raised in the country, and there's only like three families that live down there. And I was a new baby, so the neighbor came over when I'm about a month old and said, uh, "I come here to see the new baby." Da da da. So he said, "God damn, we gonna call that baby knocking you." <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, sixty. Two years later, and it stuck it's like stuck. glue. Hey, stuck I, like Chuck. I'm I, telling you. Uh, that's like me, you know. It's a spark plug. I've been spark plug for 20 years, and I, it, it, it just don't yeah, go away. It don't go away. That I'm fuse is like that big. Oh, yeah, that, that, that fuse is short. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we nicknamed him Nuck when he was just a baby, the same like myself. I said, we're going to call that boy. We're going to call that boy Nuck. And Well, so, you didn't tell us that, Graham. Yeah. Well, yeah, why you didn't tell us your nickname? He's a little shy. We get a kick out of it. Graham did a hell of a job. Great kid, great kid. Well, yeah. Thank you, Papa. Oh yeah, Naka. Hell of a deer, boys. Well, it's just a my pleasure to be with him. You know, while it happened, that experience. Oh, Oh, that's a life. I mean, you know, that's a memory that lasts a lifetime. Uh, And you know, for both, exactly. You know, that's like you know, all of us sitting here. You know, we all take kids hunting, and you know, me with the sheriff's office, and you know, teaching the hunter safety. You know. That's our future right there. Oh, oh yeah. You know, I'm over that I'm over that halfway mark. You're over that halfway mark. Everybody's sitting here except him, you know, yeah. and that's where it's at. That's and son, right. what I want you to take away from this, and you know, just because you're you know, you're a kid, look, if you have some buddies that don't have a chance to go hunting or don't have a, a father figure or a male influence or you know, mom don't hunt or whatnot, and they want to go hunt and get them in the woods because our sport is is a dying sport, you know. So Introduce somebody. I want to. I want to give you that. I want you to work towards that. I want you to strive towards that. I want you to introduce somebody to the outdoors next year. Okay. All right. We thank you. Right. So from between the times outdoor podcast, we are out. <laughs>